in the middle of Florida heat. <laughs> so then what's the weather? It was like it was. So I think it was like 86 degrees, which really is not hot, but it is super humid. Oh, oh no. Oh, wait, Listen, 86 degrees is beautiful over here. <laughs> it she was 98 said. the other day. <laughs> 86 is not really that hot, it's girl. Not that bad. It's hot. <laughs> I'm in New York. That's like Flynn. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but it's like. Welcome to Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast, your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions, a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable. And remember, no topic is off limits. Now let's talk about it. We just hurry up and finish. Can we just, we just, I need to hurry up. I'm tired. That I'm hungry hilarious. now. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. Huh. So was our day. You, you make me miss being married. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but just for the fights that's why (laughs) all right so let's dive right in all right guys welcome back to another week and another episode on double dose of raw talk podcast i am your host misty and today i have a pretty amazing guest a fellow idea to launch academy podcaster alumni it is lisa marie host of the soon relaunching and returning but like who am i right. did i say right but who am i but <laughs> who am i through yes. in the light <laughs> well so well, originally, like who the fuck am i <laughs> because originally, you're the original i wanted to do but like but there's a podcast already like that and so i was like all right i got you but who am i <laughs> That's what I want. She said, I got you. <laughs> I'm different, though. Right. <laughs> I'm going to make it more simple for you. <laughs> exactly. So Wait, so it. there's a podcast with a pero comma like? Yes, pero like. With the rest of the sentence? No, it's just pero like. Oh. So I was afraid that if I did pero like, who am I? Then it would be too confusing for searching and stuff like that. So I didn't do that. Things that I do not mm-hmm. know. We'll you see, see that? Idea to launch told us to search and go online and make sure that Yo. nobody else has the same name. Yes, 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 yes. Shout out to Idea to Launch Academy for, yes. for the things that <laughs> I we know. know. We learn. Yes, the things <laughs> that we know. You know what? I really need to get my ass up on um, and do it. Uh, and I've procrastinated an entire year, very transparently, the website. So mm-hmm. that's next. That's next for. The brand itself, I'm building that website. I sound like I'm building a massive website. I'm not. It's just <laughs> taking me a, a bit of a time because, you know, I'm not like your IT guru that knows how to do this. Uh-uh. But <laughs> I'm learning. It's coming along. It's gonna. I'm going to get there, you know. Everything takes time. Everything takes time. Um, so I am excited to have this conversation with you because for one, I've definitely been on your show, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And it was a hell of a good time. We had such a good conversation. And, and I, I learned. Need to... yeah, oh, you did. <laughs> you know, you're, you're not the you did you did listen a lot of people are telling me that they're learning shit about me these days that are helping them learn shit about themselves Mm -hmm. and i'm about to start putting educator or something on this resume because (laughs) i did not could do shit like that but um it makes me happy it makes me happy that one of the things we can definitely not take for granted in this space and especially the way we met and Mm -hmm. in the community that we met 
we can really be support for one another and learn from one another. Right, and I think that's like the most beautiful thing ever when you can be in a space like that. Um, you know, a lot of these wise entrepreneurs, but also just leaders and coaches and mentors say there's enough for everybody to eat. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mm -hmm. why not help each other out to get to that bag, to get to that money, to get to everybody could eat. Exactly. You know, how is it that... um. Just to shout her out and quote her, how Angel and Gaza from the Mermaid and the Lion, now the Forgiven Podcast, say uh, everybody wins. The everybody whole team wins. wins. Yep. Yes, yep. that's I what they always scene. say. Right. So it's it's possible. And, and, and this is what's fun about this, too. It's like we're able to provide that level of support for one another to be guests. And because there's so much to learn from each other, I already know this is going to be a dope ass conversation because there is something that I definitely want to be able to highlight and talk about very freely and comfortably. And, you know, thankfully, you and I are two people who have had conversations outside of just, like, social media. We've been able to share a few things. Mm -hmm. um, so it makes it a lot more comfortable. And anybody who knows me knows I, I make propositions here to come out, not indecent <laughs> ones. I make professional proposals yes. and pitches for people to come on my show, not indecent proposals. Shout out to that movie, though. It's definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> It definitely is. It's a good movie. <laughs> it is a good movie. If y'all haven't seen it, you need to go and find it. I don't know where it's streaming. It's mad old. Don't come for my age. But <laughs> it's it's still a good movie. And, um, I, you know, I still like that we can be that level of support for one another, have raw conversations, especially on this platform where I like to be able to get comfortable being very uncomfortable sometimes. So I love it. <laughs> let's jump right in of course it's gonna be an icebreaker on this episode because why not it's lisa and it's me and we're gonna have fun right so let's go. yeah so we are in pure spring bliss although you just announced to me that is 86 degrees in florida today and that's not even that hot and i'm like girl it's not there, there, there's a cold front supposedly coming tonight and i'm excited for it and it's like 70 <laughs> degrees that's the cold front that's the cold 70 front degrees is a cold front in florida what world do we live in listen i can't i can't this is gonna be reason 3000 and something why i will not move to florida <laughs> cold front 70 it puts my my new york city weather to shame it does and that's the thing like it's funny most people are like are you kidding me i will move with the quickness but it's kind of like well if that's cold then what's freezing 50 see like no see, that doesn't work out me being a, a, a someone from jersey like to me that's comfortable 650 60s like that's comfortable weather you see everybody out here in their big old coats. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you, you're overdressed. <laughs> like, take some you, layers off. Are you off. judging people for putting I on am, coats? Especially when they're like, <laughs> listen, my son has this thing where he has to wear a sweatshirt everywhere he goes. In the middle of 85, 86 degree weather. And I'm like, child, it's hot. Take it off. He's like, no, it's kind of cold. I'm like, you don't know cold. Let me show you. Let me take you up north to show you cold. I mean, you have a point on that. All right, yeah, I'll give you that. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He don't. He don't know cold. No, he don't know he cold. Don't know. Is it like air conditioner cold for him though? Like, is that what he feels? See, my house is always at sixty nine degrees AC wise. Oh, so to okay. me, like that's comfortable. Got it. They're freezing their asses off. Interesting. Uh, I'm learning today. She came <laughs> to teach me a few things. I'm learning today, guys. Well. Up here in New York City, <laughs> we are in spring bliss, and the summer is upon us. Mm -hmm. We are in May, so first and foremost, we are recording the day before Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day, Lisa. 
Happy um, to you. Thank you. And before you know it, we're going to blink. And summertime is going to be here. Summer, summertime. You know, spring is moving along. Spring is moving along. The allergies are coming right in real quick, fast and furious. Mm-hmm. And our faces are a little swollen in the morning. You know, what can I tell you? Um, this pollen is no joke. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to get refreshed and fueled for what's coming. So I want to get ready with that mindset for the summertime. Okay. Um, I figure why not? Because clearly, according to my definition, it is already summertime in Florida at 86 degrees. <laughs> so we might as well get ready for this, right? So I want to play a game of multiple choice questions, right? Okay. And there's specific categories here. And I would like us to entertain the multiple choice. And you tell me what would be your top pick when we think about summertime coming. You know, we are in spring bliss, but summertime is right there. It okay? is, yes. All right. So the first category is food, right? Okay. Remember, we're going to get refreshed and fueled. Mm -hmm. That's our concept, right? And the choices are multiple choice. Salads, avocado toast, acai bowls, or barbecue? Barbecue. Barbecue. Barbecue, hands down. First of all, acai bowls, I think I'm allergic because I'm allergic to blueberries. And so everybody tells me acai is like blueberries, so I refuse to taste them because I don't want to test the theory. Um, Salads make me think of losing weight, and I'm done with that. I'm the weight that I'm going to be in. That's it. <laughs> She's like, Summer, you're going to take this body exactly, the way it is. Exactly the way it is. Because, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> barbecue. I always think summer, spring, like that's when you start with your prime barbecue. With the spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have to agree. Even with the spring, like once you have a backyard, mm-hmm. it's like you could really. Listen, we got no shame. We'll sometimes barbecue in the winter. Yeah. I don't even care. So. I mean, yeah. I'm in Florida. It's summer all the time. Right, right, right. Barbecues all year long. (laughs) We've already established what what cold is to her. Barbecues all year long. (laughs) (laughs) All right, beverages. Please note, this is different from alcohol. Mm -hmm. Okay, beverages. Multiple choice. Water, iced coffees, lemonade, or passion fruit. Ooh, can I have passion fruit lemonade? They have that. They have a mix-up, too? Yeah. Oh, where? Is this a Florida thing? I don't know, but I've had passion fruit lemonade before, and it's absolutely, like, delicious. Add a little basil to it. Oh. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, but you will know, my ass is coming out to Tampa, and I will be seeing Lisa, so she's about to take me to find this passion fruit lemonade. Yes, I'll take you down. (laughs) Soho, let's go. (laughs) Wait, Soho? Yeah, it's so South Howard is an area of Tampa, and that's where all the bars are at and where all the eclectic bars are at. So that passion fruit lemonade is kind of like, I want to say <laughs> it's a Karen area in a sense. Oh, no, you but... did not. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. We, we can't, we can't. We I'd, can, I'd rather say try. Karen area than what I really right, want right. to say. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, no, I like that. That's okay. That's where you'll find like all the local bars and it's it's a pretty hip, trendy area to be at. Okay. I like it as opposed to hanging out downtown or Ybor City. Avoid okay. Ybor City. So I've never been to Tampa and the objective this year is to go explore Tampa. Let's go. 
since my kid will be out there and I will be dropping him up and then picking him up later on in the summer. So I will be, I will be down there twice. I got you. And Let's um, go. <laughs> we, we gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go explore the Soho of Florida <laughs> in Tampa. Yes. And I'm gonna go to find this passion fruit lemonade yes. with basil. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> All right. But we, we learned it today. Lisa mm-hmm. came to teach me. All right. Snacks. Snacks. Ready? These snacks are going to be a little, a little cold. Okay. Maybe. Mm. Number one, sorbets. Number two, ice creams. Number three, froyo. Or number four, piraguas. <sighs> piraguas. Hands down, piraguas. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, piraguas is literally like come to New York City. I mean, and, and that's just because that's what, where I've only seen mm-hmm. it, right? New York City. Is that little like shopping cart, like in the supermarket, somebody took it out from the store yep. and like made it their own for their business. And they stack up with the ice and they're just scraping the yep. ice <laughs> and putting it in a cup in a little cone shape and it adds a little juicy flavor. Yes. And that's a piragua. That's definitely my thing. Mm-hmm. I will jump, skip right over sorbets, ice cream, froyos, whatever. Go for the piragua for me. Yep. Yes, definitely. All right. The fourth category alcohol. Okay. And number one is beer. Number two is wine or sangria. Number three is anything on the rocks. Or number four is the daiquiris and pina coladas family. So I like the daiquiris and pina coladas, but I'm not into like the sugary sweet drinks. So I'm going to say on the rocks. On the rocks. Okay. I'm not opposed to on the rocks in the summer. I'm not. I think sometimes you just need a quick refresher and anything on the rocks is good enough. And load up on that ice for me. Just load it up and, and I'm good. Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. Okay. The last category is fruits. And I have four choices. And the first one is pineapples. The second one is mangoes. The third one is watermelon. And the fourth one, strawberries. I'm going to go with mangoes. Ooh, mangoes. Aren't they so good? Yes. And the reason why I go with mangoes is because Florida strawberry season is in February. So that's when you're like everywhere is strawberries. And mangoes is like right now. April, Why May, don't I June. know these things about Florida? <laughs> I need to do better with my life. I really do. I need to come out to Florida a little more often and know when these fruits are coming in. I don't know the shit. You know what it is? The problem is New York City. The problem <laughs> is New York City and it has fruits available at all times of the right. fucking year. So I be thinking everywhere in the world, mm-hmm. there's fruits at all times of the damn year. Mm-hmm. I had there, no idea. There are. I mean, there's fruits all times of the year. It's just it's more expensive. So you get strawberries in February, March time. And you're looking at two, two for five dollars, like the big containers, or you go down to Plant City and get a whole pallet of strawberries. Um, whereas the summertime is when you're going to get your tropical fruits, your pineapples, your mangoes. Like that's when that's going to come in more often. Okay, okay. See, these might be reasons why I do move to Florida. Mm-hmm. There, there's cooler areas of Florida. You could still be within the summertime, but still be a little bit further up north where it's a little cooler. Okay, okay. We'll find you a spot. I'm digging this. All right, I'm digging. She said I'll find you a spot. She's going to help me move out there. Listen, this is why I wanted to have this conversation. You never think about these things, and it's a great icebreaker, right? Because, like, for me, it's like, 
Okay, so I've heard people say this before, right? They say, like, Miami is its own world mm-hmm. from all of Florida. And then they say Florida is its own world from the rest of the country. It absolutely is. Right? Right. And so you hear this all the time. And you would think, <laughs> my son has half his family out there. I talk to them all the time. I do. But I don't discuss Florida mm-hmm. like this. I don't. And very transparently, growing up, all you think about is Disney when it comes mm-hmm. to Florida. And then as an adult, I just want to go get trashed in Miami. Right. So <laughs> I really don't explore anything else in like, when it comes to florida like i've explored other places i've explored other states i've gone to other types of trips but when it comes to florida it's like i realize i don't have that much perspective especially when it comes to tampa Mm -hmm. i don't so i'm excited this summer to be able to go out there and explore a little bit more you know again the essence of spring is now and summer's coming Mm -hmm. and i'm about to be childless (laughs) and a girl's about to not know how to act and so you already know what time it is so i already told lisa (laughs) if she knows any cousins or anything like that if somebody she may know she may want to let them know when i'm coming out there and introduce i don't know Uh, I'm just saying, hook is just up here. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to have a good time just like chopping it up about that topic. Spring, summer, Florida, you know, our, 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 our climate differences mm-hmm. from one state <laughs> to the next. And just have a good moment and a good laugh. So we're going to go right into the first segment, which is as raw as it gets. And again, like I said, are we ready for the summertime or not? And, you know, we think about hanging out, just chilling, looking forward to that vacation, Mm -hmm. right? We're looking forward to that. I I need to go away. Mm -hmm. I need to just, you know, that's how I associate summertime. I associate it with, I'm going to be able to take a vacation, right? Right. And it's like, you kind of think of it as waiting all year for this moment. And I think one of the reasons why I have that embedded in me for so long is because of school. School is September through June. And then summertime vacation comes is when you would take an actual Mm -hmm. vacation, right? And when you think about it is lately, especially after the craziest year of our lives that we've had, right? Mm -hmm the entire world basically and we're still in it a little we bit are. somewhat it's like a lot of right a little bit somewhat yeah some areas more so than others um a lot of people are reflecting on being able to go away right summer's coming last summer was was a dub for some people i did go away i mm-hmm. did it wasn't bad but it wasn't what i was used to right when it was to go on a resort, when it was to get on a flight, when it was to go to a different country, an island, mm-hmm. um, it was a whole new process. And so when we look at the summer coming up and people looking forward to this break, this vacation, and it dawned on me and it was like, you know what? We got it all wrong. Right. We got it all wrong to think that we have to wait to a specific time of year to be able to have that break, mm-hmm. to be able to have that mental space. Um, because essentially that is what a vacation is. Yes. That is what being able to disconnect from work, being able to disconnect from your regular life. That is what that is. Even a staycation. Correct. Even a staycation is supposed to be for us to just be with ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to shine light on the entire mental health day or the mental break um, with a vacation because it is Mental Health Awareness Month, right? And so I've gone through shit. Mm -hmm. I just have a different way of going about it. And very, you know, vulnerable here. I know you've gone through your own set of events very recently. (laughs) And I wanted to be able to dive into that because, as I mentioned from the beginning, you will be relaunching your podcast and you did take a break from that as well. So share with me a little bit. How has this time been for you? You know, 
I'm not going to say it's been like a vacation because you've been very, very busy, (laughs) right? You've been very, very busy, but there was a break in essence that you took. It's been kind of hectic, honestly, like lots of highs, lots of lows, lots of days where I kind of just sit around and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Um, So I took a break from the podcast because at the time I was planning my wedding. I was in the middle of purchasing a home and still like trying to figure out when we would close on it. Um, The kids were partially transitioning to brick and mortar. I had two going to brick and mortar. I have one still e-learning. And then with my job, it's like so many changes are happening at work and things that I'm not necessarily agreeing with. So I, I had to put the podcast to the side. Had to take a break from that because it wasn't enjoyable. And to me, it's like, if I'm not enjoying it, I can't do it. I can't pursue it. Um, so wedding planning took off because I think I, t- I stopped recording like the first week of December. And from then it was like, okay, I need to focus on one thing at a time. And the wedding was the full focus right then and there. And thankfully, gratefully, it was without a hitch. No issues. I mean, we had one tiny little issue. My um, So my grandmother is... Uh, wow it hit me (laughs) um i'm gonna talk about it on the podcast but my grandmother was diagnosed with cancer again and this is now the fourth time so it was very important to have her at my wedding and Mm -hmm. so we had to do every covid precaution possible masks were required temperature checks were required um at the entrance if you came in contact with someone you were not you know if if you sneezed you were going to be asked to leave um, if I personally knew that you had came in contact with someone before the wedding or if something happened and you kind of like, you know, family talks. So it was like I needed to make sure that my grandmother was going to be safe at my wedding. So my nephew had gotten pink eye mm. a couple like two weeks before the wedding and he was on antibiotics. But for some reason, he couldn't kick the fever. He could he wasn't infectious anymore. He wasn't like anything that he could pass on. He just could not kick the fever. They weren't going to let him in the wedding. And I was like, look, I put the precautions in place. My nephew, my ring bear, has to walk down the aisle. Like, you can't take him away. So that was literally the only major issue we had. Um, mm. He did walk down the aisle. He did. He was there. Um, but other than that, it was like, you know, everything with the wedding was beautiful. Like, I cannot complain. Every person that stepped up was there. Um differences were put aside because I had some friends and some family members that don't necessarily get along. Girl, I have a whole episode planned for that one. <laughs> I'm going to tune in, girl. Listen, that's a relaunch episode. It <laughs> is a relaunch episode. Um, so it was like, you know, people respected, took their differences and put it aside and solely focused on my husband and I that day. One little thing, and I anybody getting married, I tell you, make sure you have a list of what you want in place. Make sure you have people that know what your list of wants are. Um, I had said no cameras during my wedding, during the ceremony, because I hate, you know, when you're when you're looking at pictures, you're paying for a photographer to take your pictures. You look at pictures of a wedding ceremony and you've got everybody in the aisle taking pictures. So all you see down that picture is the backs of everybody in the backs of everybody's phones. So I was like, no, no, no pictures. I'm paying for a photographer. Well, my, my ceremony wasn't recorded. So everybody was too scared to pull out their cameras. So nobody recorded the ceremony. (laughs) 
stop. <laughs> so I had asked my aunt the night before. I was like, hey, you know, just in case, can you record the ceremony? And she was like, well, I'll see what I can do because I didn't prepare. You know, and it's my fault. I waited to the last minute to ask her. So I have me walking in, like all my bridesmaids and groomsmen walking in. I have me walking down the aisle. I have my husband seeing his vows. Uh-huh. And that's it. You know what, though? <laughs> so to me, I'm like, listen, the most important part is listening to him say his thoughts because that man, I love him to death, cried. Boo-hoo cried. And the thing is, is like, this is his second wedding. So, you know, you don't expect those type of emotions or anything. Um, but it was beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful ceremony. I cannot complain. The party was without a doubt awesome. We had such a good time. Um, so once I was able to, like, relax after the wedding we went on our we didn't take a honeymoon we took a family moon so speaking of vacations for our one year anniversary we're taking a true honeymoon adults only all-inclusive resort whichever resort i find that's where i'm going so it's like you know you couldn't take a a true honeymoon in the middle of covid right Right. and the thing is like i wanted to go international my job if i went international i would have to quarantine for 14 days upon return and I had to use my own time. So it's like, you mean I, I needed to take a month off of work, essentially? I was like, I can't afford that. So we did a family moon. And we did, um, my family every year goes to Tennessee. We rent a really large cabin. Normally anywhere between 25 to 40 of us go and mm-hmm. just go for a week vacation. And so that's what we did. That was how I spent my honeymoon. was with the family. And Sweet. awesome time. Awesome time. Um, I just closed on my house April 27th. Mm. So notice there has not been a break. There has not. Notice <laughs> you have you have been just going, just going like just going, the pod, the pod went on a break, but you have been going exactly. the whole time. Exactly. So I, tell me I, about that experience. It's again, highs and lows. So there are some days that like I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to mm. go to work. I didn't want to clock in like. I've gotten to a point where I have set a two-year goal. And in two years, I am going to leave my job. Like, that's my intention. I'm putting it out there because I've realized I do not like clocking in. I want to work on my time when I feel like working. Because in the end, if I put in, then that's what I'm going to get. You put in what Mm -hmm. you, you know, you put in the time and the energy and the effort that you expect to be rewarded in a sense whereas with when you're clocking in and somebody else is dying that eight to five that you know monday to through friday i drive 35 to 45 minutes daily to get to work one way and it's like it just gets to a point where i'm like i can't deal with this anymore so i've had some breakdowns Mm -hmm. um very recently had some events happen um kind of talked to you about it about a friend who's Mm -hmm. dating someone um yeah And that weighed heavy. That was very, very heavy on my heart, on my mental. I'm still kind of sort of dealing with it. Um, And it's, you know, I was put in a position that I didn't ask to be in. And it made it very, very uncomfortable. And I'm still trying to figure out how to deal with it. And my, my answer lately has been distance. I have created distance and I have created boundaries. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very important for us as a whole, especially as women, to put boundaries. Yes. We have to put boundaries and we have to voice those boundaries. 
that's one of the things that I've learned about myself. And, I, you know, within the last month alone, I've learned that I'd never set boundaries. So people felt that they can do, that they can say whatever they wanted. And I would be, Lisa would be okay with it. Mm. Lisa is going to ex- understand. Lisa, you know, Lisa doesn't have a problem with these issues. She'll be okay. And it's like, no, I'm not okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. And it's, you know, so I've learned to kind of voice myself and distance has been my best friend. I live about 30 minutes from Tampa. Um, so it kind of makes it easier for me because most of my friends and my family live in Tampa. So the day that I don't want to go anywhere, my ass stays home. Listen, <laughs> don't like, be coming over here without no, calling first. <laughs> exactly. Like you're going to, it, it, it takes effort for you to get to my house. Like it's not down the block. <laughs> you know what? You know, Elisa, I'm not going to say no names, but I got two friends. Okay. Those are my girls. One of them. She'd be like, if you don't call, I'm going to leave your ass on the other side of the door knocking and ring the bell because you better let me know you come in and ask me if you could come. Exactly. And the other one is like, I'm going to move so certain motherfuckers can't come find me. Exactly. I'm going to move far. And you know what? I get it. Yes. I get it. Because the fact is, your life has to continue, Mm -hmm. right? And so the wedding was going to happen, right? The house Thank God with blessings. It was going to happen, right? It was going to happen. You're not supposed to put boundaries on what your dreams are, Mm -hmm. what your goals are for you, for your own personal self. Correct. And I love that you said about the boundaries because at some point the boundaries are supposed to protect what your wants Mm -hmm. are, what your needs are, what your sanity is, what your peace is for you, for your family, for what your unit is, right? Yep. And sometimes the distance is key. And, Mm -hmm. And, you know, Without divulging too much into details, um, the context behind a conversation you and I had was because we both shared a similar situation where we've had friends be in certain mm-hmm. types of relationships and sometimes that interferes mm-hmm. um, or may put certain people into certain positions. Um, I was in that position and you shared with me that you were a little bit in that position as well. And I understood you 1000%. And so I have to agree with you. Distance, mm-hmm. sometimes just removing yourself from that space um, is the better route. Um, and I am a firm believer. And if you've tuned into my mini sales, say less. Less mm-hmm. is more, guys. Say less. Absolutely. Um, but I appreciate you noting that boundaries piece because it's huge. It's tremendous for what your peace is supposed to mean to you. Mm-hmm. And it should mean to everybody what their self-peace is supposed to mean to everyone. Correct. Um, so you, you've put in boundaries mm-hmm. and you've had some distance in place. And the highs and the lows, inevitable. Right. It's life. You know, you just have yeah. to learn how to deal with them. You have to learn. Um, having a support system is extremely important. Um, my husband knows when I'm having my lows. Like, he absolutely knows. And he gives me my space. He's not, you know, on top of me. He's, he's, he tells me, he's like, I'm here. When you're ready to talk, I'm here. And whatever you need, I'm here for you. So that's mm-hmm. been awesome. My kids have been at a point where they're testing boundaries. Um, they're mm. 14 and 15 years old, you know, they're learning, they're getting their feet wet and <sighs> I'm about to have I two high you. schoolers. Like, <laughs> I'm right there with you, girl. Listen, right so it's like, you. you know, having my support system has helped me enormously and yeah. setting, you know, just having that space, the boundaries, uh, my support system, that's how I've been able to function. That's how I've been able right. to move forward. Um, and then now it's like, you know. The podcast relaunch, I had talked to, I talked to Carla, I want to say the beginning of April. 
And I was like, I, I want to relaunch. And she was, she told me, she's like, you know, set a date. She's like, you yes. have to put a date on the calendar because see, no, you're like, you're just going to keep stretching and keep pushing and keep pushing. And I put a date on the calendars. Um, I'm in the process of getting new artwork, new segments, like everything is going to be completely brand new. I'm going to bring some of the segments back, but now I'm looking forward to it. Now it's like, you know, the wedding is done. The house is done. Now I'm creating for me. I'm not creating for anybody else. I'm creating for myself. And it's like, yes. I have my own deadlines to me that I've set for myself. And so talking to Carla really helped me push to be like, all right, this is what I'm going to push because like I said, I have a two year goal within two years. I'm done clocking in and out. Like, I don't care what I'll figure it out through the lines. Like I told my husband, he's older than me. So I was like, when you retire, I'm retiring. I was like, I'm not going to keep working. Like we have to start setting our setting. <laughs> Lisa's like, I don't care if it's that Listen. time. I'm coming with you. Exactly. <laughs> you know, well, there's, there's a 12 year difference. So he, of course he's going to retire earlier than me. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to keep working while you're sitting at home, laying it up on the couch. Like, no, we're going to go travel. Like my kids will be done in four years, four years. Yeah. I was like, we're going to travel. We're going to take, you know, everything that we've dreamed of doing, we're going to accomplish it. And so that's why I'm like, you know, with the podcast, it's helping me and it's pushing me. And I see so many of the idea to launch alumni because, you know, like you said in the beginning, it's become such a huge community. And right. I see all of you, like, you know, you had your live show, um, Mermaid and the Lion, like watching them with everything that they're they've growing. stretched. Yeah, they're yes. growing. So yes. I'm like, I can do that. I just need to push myself. So setting these deadlines is going to definitely help. Um, right. And it's, it's helped me with my anxiety. It's helped me with, you know, I, I suffer from anxiety huge and mm -hmm. it's not one of those things that you can prepare for anxiety when it hits you it hits you and you learn your signs you learn what's going to cause the anxiety and you kind like you learn to work with it you know oh, say that, say that loud. it's gonna yes. be there regardless you know whether you try and step away you, what are you gonna do isolate yourself so that nothing causes you anxiety then you're gonna get anxiety because you're isolated like right covid definitely put a damper on life but it also taught me that i am capable of doing so much more than what i've allowed myself to do mm. and so that's that's going forward and that's you know my my plan my game plan like I can't right now. I got my house. I got married. Sky's the limit. Like, you you know, give me a year. You'll see me do my live show. No. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And we will be there. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and I, you know, I love that you were able to highlight that, Um, you know, just everybody's individual. So just a few mentions, right, mm -hmm. of having live shows or just expanding or just growing. And I think that that's the true testament. Right. So I'm one that was very transparent and said, the reason why I don't take a break is because I know how I am. Mm -hmm. And I know that the moment that I do, it's very hard for me to come back mm -hmm. from that. Um, but don't get it twisted. I've wanted to. Mm -hmm. I've wanted to. I have a very demanding career. I do work in healthcare on an administration side. Um, so I am essential. Mm -hmm. And there, the aspect of my career is can be very intense sometimes. Um very transparently, I've explored other areas in healthcare because I haven't necessarily been the happiest mm -hmm. in its place. But I do know I haven't entirely lost my passion 
with what I do for a career. Not yet, at least. It's still there. Um, it's actually Nurses Week right now. So yeah. shout out to all my nurses. Yeah. Uh, anyone who, <laughs> yes. Um, because you guys have made such an impact and difference during this past year. Um, you know, amongst many other essential workers, but especially to you, you know, I was able to form part of an event at work to reunite a surviving COVID patient with oh, the nurses. That's awesome. And that's where I know, like, my passion is still there. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm still in an okay space. Mm-hmm. I just have to figure out which direction. And ironically enough, sometimes it feels the same when it comes to the podcast. Yeah. Um, and it's felt that way. I've had to reevaluate it. Um, I did sort of kind of take a break one week. Mm-hmm. And it was so accidental. Mm-hmm. I recorded an episode with um, Angel Sand mm-hmm. from Marin in the Lines, yeah. a forgiven podcast, new podcast, guys. And... You know, it was a long episode and I didn't want to cut anything out. And we discussed, and I'll probably link the episode in the show notes if anybody would be interested in listening to it. It was discussing um, addiction, Mm -hmm. substance abuse. It was discussing certain things that I did not. It was definitely discussing forgiveness, very transparently. And I didn't want to cut it out. And she said to me, well, why don't you take a breather for one week? And why don't you divide the two episodes? And I said, oh, well, I'll drop it on a Thursday and then a Friday. She goes, no, no. Mm -hmm. drop it next week. Mm -hmm. She's like, take a breather, take a week. And so shout out to Angel for that because it was such a good week Mm -hmm. to be able to breathe a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes that little break feels like a vacation, to be honest. It felt like it's not that I don't like the podcasting. It's not that. It's just I really needed that tiny break. Mm -hmm. I really needed that space just to regroup and refocus and rethink a little bit, right? Absolutely. Um, I love coming to the mic. I love sharing, Mm -hmm. right? And it's exciting. It is to be able to share your story. Right. I like I like it. Right. And, and you're and learning gets... at the same time, especially when you have guests on, you know, you Girl, learn. I learned everything about Florida today. <laughs> like <laughs> I sure did. Yes. Like it is a good time. I and mean, you get to strengthen relationships and you get to strengthen friendships. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, you know, I, I, I love it. But sometimes you do need to have that mental space. Um, The other piece I wanted to share, and thank you so much for bringing this up. This was totally unexpected. So for one, thank you to Lisa for sharing and being so vulnerable Mm -hmm. right now because I'm sorry to hear about your grandmother and of course she's going to be in our prayers um, because it is definitely something that hits a little different. Mm -hmm. It is. It hits very, very different. Um, Anxiety and panic. I've suffered from anxiety and I've suffered from panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And I, I did not know it was going to go this route, but I'll share it. I actually had what felt like a panic attack coming on just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And it was because of something that did happen with my job. Nothing too detrimental, guys. Mm-hmm. Everything's okay. <laughs> but it's crazy how sometimes something can just trigger Trigger. you and it's been a long time since i've had a panic attack or an anxiety um moment Mm -hmm. um it's been a very long time and in that moment i was triggered Mm -hmm. in that moment it i everything felt like it was closing out on me yep my body temperature just went up yeah my hands started sweating and i just felt like i couldn't speak and i wanted to like scream Mm -hmm. and i couldn't and like the tears just started coming and I, I literally had to like just stop yep. and take a moment. And it is something that I want to carefully share a little bit more of certain things that I've been able to practice to help myself when I'm in those moments because I was able to intervene mm-hmm. with myself when this happened um, with things that I've learned with time. It, right. That part has not been easy. So I agree with you 1000%. It's like 
it doesn't go away. Yep. So it's like you have to you have to learn how to have the how we say it these days how to finesse it a little bit exactly and how to you know make it work for you absolutely. Right? And I, I take pride in that, but even thinking about it and even sometimes discussing it can be a little triggering as well. So it is something that I do have in the works um, that I don't want to be able to share. I just have to be very mentally prepared for that. Um, but I appreciate you being very honest with that uh, because it's not easy to be honest about mm-hmm. at all. No, it's Absolutely. not. And it's something that I've had to learn over time because there's such a stigma behind it, number one. So it makes it hard for you to even want to say, I have this problem. You know, you're saying panic attack. I had a panic attack the day of my wedding and shout out to my stepdaughter because she came in clutch. Like she's like, all right, what do I need to do? Why? Because she herself understands she's been there. So she was like, what can we do to ease your mind right now? Um, Mm -hmm. She saw me pee. She helped me hold my dress up so I can pee because that to me, that was my reaction. I was like, I have to pee. And she's like, all right. Let's go pee. Like, you know, mind you, I'm carrying this big ass dress. Big ass dress. <laughs> and I'm like, I need you to hold it. And she's like, all right, I'll hold it. Like, what else do you need me to do? And she's like, you know, yeah. she's like, I've got, um, because we, I take medication for my anxiety, but I'm mm-hmm. not consistent with it because mm-hmm. I don't want to be medicated. I need, you know, my doctor and I have sat, we've talked about it and I can take a daily pill. But I also have two kids because I could not take a daily pill. So I'm like, I don't remember to take daily pills. So he prescribed me something that I've got two. I've got one that I take in the middle of a panic attack or the middle of an anxiety attack. Or I have another one that I can take when I perceive that I'm going to be in a situation that's going to give me a panic attack. So Mm -hmm. at one point I had a job that and it was in healthcare, um, that I would have two or three days off. And then it'd be on three days. So I had a, what they call a nurse's schedule. So mm-hmm. I would be fine my days off. But that night before that I had to work, I would have a panic attack. I would have anxiety. I would have like serious stress. So it was, they call it situational induced panic attacks. Yes, I've so, heard of that. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, your job is causing you. To have panic attacks your job is causing you to have anxiety and i was like i can't quit my job i've got bills to pay like what do i do and so he gave me a medication that helps and so mm. when i feel a panic attack coming on or if i know i'm gonna put myself into a situation um thanksgiving dinner because all the family is together i take my medications beforehand and i'm the first to admit it because I know that having different family members together and family and friends and like things are going to be said, you know, mm. people's feelings end up getting hurt for some reason. Like, why can't we come together and just and eat? Like, it's Thanksgiving dinner. We're supposed to be showing appreciation. Tell, tell I'm going to need that medication every day with this family like, over here. On. You know, I live with like multifamily. So everybody be in each other's faces. We always fight in. Somebody was telling me, oh, your mom should buy the house next door to you. I looked at them. I was like, are you crazy? I love my mom. <laughs> I do. I love my mom to death. My mom is my best friend. 
Pero having her next door, no. No, 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 no. Listen. No, no, no. I don't know how you do that. You've got multiple family members in that. That's going to be another episode. (laughs) I've been trying to get the siblings on this episode. You know why I can't? Because we fight. That's why we can't. (laughs) This this is why we can't. We never see eye to eye. We always disagree. We just... What what one sees the other doesn't right. sees it completely different. Like no yeah. no, there's times we, and we're neighbors. There's times we haven't even seen each other for a week. That's how much we avoid each other. Distance boundaries. <laughs> Distance, yep. <laughs> you gotta knock on my door. I don't care if you live next door. You better call. <laughs> Pick up that phone. <laughs> Shout out to my sister. She don't expect none of us to knock. But sometimes I know when that door is locked. I'm like, oh, this bitch really don't want to. Right. Phone. All right. That, that's, heard you, sis. Heard you. I don't right. blame her. <laughs> No, but I get it. I get it. And it's so crazy, right? Because I don't think people understand how small a triggering moment can be. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand that. And so I've definitely heard of that. Again, thank you for sharing that because I've mm-hmm. heard of it. I That's definitely not to which point my scenario was. Mine are definitely very much so triggered with um, events that last a very long time. So it's not so much like situational um, but it's very much so something of that drags out. And it, mine was actually triggered for the first, first time. My first panic attack occurred when I was at the last semester of my master's degree. Mm-hmm. And that was years ago. That was 2010, <laughs> 2012, maybe 2012, 2013, when we first moved into this house. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that last semester. It was that last semester where... <sighs> The, these courses got really tough and I was, you know, of course, a single mother. And, you know, it it's the onset of becoming a single mother where a little things were being triggered. And so panic and anxiety came into play, but I didn't immediately identify. Mm-hmm. I didn't immediately know that that's what it was. I was able to identify it and know that that's what it was by the time it was like the second to last semester, which was still fairly early in my single motherhood. Mm -hmm. It was still like the beginning. It wasn't, you know, all that long time type of shit. Um, And that's actually something that I I elaborated a little pieces of it in my ebook that I have out now. Um, Link in the bio, guys. But (laughs) there's still more that I want to be able to share and again, get more comfortable with it because you just never know when people are going through it and you never know what is triggering for them. Mm-hmm. And so this is why I wanted to shine light on this because, you know, a lot of the time people think, oh, I want to go on a vacation. I want to go on a vacation. I want to go on a vacation. You, and sometimes people might criticize them and be like, don't you sit down? Like you always want to go away. No, that's no. not what it is. Right. Some people just really need that escape. Some mm-hmm. people really see that as their mental break yep. and they need to step away and put that boundary up just for a week, you know, so one of the things I told my husband when we first started dating was that I have this, not necessarily a rule, but it's something that I, when I look back, it just so happens to fall in place the way it does. Every three months, I take a trip. Whether it's a weekend trip, whether it's a week-long trip, every three months, I have no vacation time at work. So there goes that. But I do every three months, whether I go away to Orlando or I go away to Miami or I go, um, we went to West Palm Beach for a weekend. Um, With COVID, things have been a little bit different where we've been going to Orlando a lot more. But every three months, I take a mental break. I take a four-day weekend or I take a week. And I told him, I said, I have to do this to maintain my sanity. I have to be able to physically check out from my everyday life to check back in to be able to check back in and that has helped my stress 
And it doesn't have to be anything grandiose. It doesn't have to be a huge, you know, vacation. Literally going away for the weekend. Um, I just recently, two weeks ago, I went to Savannah. My One of my best friends lives in Georgia. And my stepson actually lives 30 minutes away from her. So, you know, with everything that was going on in, in my personal life, I was like, I told my husband, I said, I need to get away. And he was like, mm. well, let's go. He's like, let me, he's like, here's what I'll do. I'll drop you off at your best friend's house and I'll go visit with my son for the day. I was like, all right, let's go. So we planned it that Friday we left. We were there Saturday. We came back home Sunday. So just a weekend trip every three months. Oh my God, Lisa's giving me a whole <laughs> word. Whoever my third husband is, please take notes. This is my new rule now. This is exactly what we're going to do. So yes. to, I'm just going to start practicing that shit now. Absolutely. Like, that's it. From day one that he and I started dating, um, one of the first things, like, so he and I were introduced by a, by our best friend. Um, mm-hmm. Our, it's, yeah, our best friend. So one of the first things that my friend told him was, if you're going to be with Lisa, you need to know that she travels and she travels a lot and she plans things out in advance. So screw COVID because you have really messed up 2020 and 2021 for me <laughs> because I normally in January have my vacations planned out for the year because what I do is in January, I will plan, okay, I'm going to take a cruise in June. I'm going to do this in, you know, in April, like March when the kids go on spring break. Um, so I always have everything planned out in advance. So within a month of him and I dating, he went and got his passport because he was told oh, Lisa he travels. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to show her. Listen, I want her. So let right. me go get my passport. He was like, she's not leaving me behind. <laughs> so it's like, you know, now it's, you know, we take our weekend trips. We, we went to Vegas. Um, in the first year of us being together, we took five trips, I want to really? say. Yeah, we went on a cruise. We went to Vegas. We took two weekend trips randomly just out of the month. Um, and it's like, you know, then last year we were supposed to do another cruise, COVID. We were supposed to go to Vegas again, COVID. COVID. Um, <laughs> Damn you, COVID. <laughs> exactly. Our honeymoon, we were supposed to go. We were looking at Jamaica covid um so now it's like you know we have our trips planned out i'm going to south carolina next weekend um my stepson is getting married and so we'll be gone for four days and then my next trip for september is already planned out so it's like you know you have to break out you have to break up the monotony of everyday life and that's why i say every three months and if you plan it in advance it's not expensive Right. It doesn't right. have to be expensive. Listen, right. I am the guru of travel discounts. I will research it to the fullest and find four or five different ways and go with the cheapest route. And, no. <laughs> and that's what becoming my travel agent from now on. That's <laughs> so it. that's why I'm telling you when I tell you that I've given myself two years, I have multiple sources of how I'm going to make money because I don't want to clock in anymore. I don't want a nine to five. I don't want to have to work every day. I want to be able to do things that I enjoy. Traveling is definitely one of them. So like I said, I have September already planned out. And then we have January turn around planned out for our, you know, our honeymoon because that's our one year anniversary. So if you break it out 
into the three month increments because burnout normally occurs within 90 days of you doing something. Yes, it does. And, Absolutely. And burnout is huge. It's a huge ordeal, especially when it comes to being a single parent. I mean, I was a single mother for almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I had, you know, I try not to say I was a single mother because I had my mom, I had my sisters, I had my brother in laws. Like, they were there. They were an incredible support system. They were, you know, if I needed anything, they were there. However, at the end of the day, I didn't have that life partner to help mm. me raise two teenage, now teenage boys. You know, so you so were a single mother. I was you a, were a single, single mother. mother. I was. There you go. I just try not to. Say I had a village, <laughs> but now you're still a single mother. Yeah. At the end it's of the day, you. you know, I went to bed at night and it was all on. It was on me. So it's like you know, I understand what it's like to be a single mom. I was mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and mental health is huge. I recently Mm -hmm. posted something on Facebook about taking trips um, every so often. And somebody has said something about not taking your kids. And I was like, no, no, no. I take my my kids on some trips. I will plan an exclusive adults-only trip. But my next trip is going to be with my kids. Because Mm -hmm. they need to be able to see that they also need mental health breaks. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not only us as adults. Children also need to be able to step away from their everyday pressures because children nowadays are not the teenagers we were at all. Like I you know, and I'm not even on that right because it's hard to be a teenager today yeah. as opposed to what it was 10, For 20 us. years ago. Yeah, I agree with you 1000%. So 100%. I need my kids to know that it is okay to step away from a situation, regroup, and then come back. Yes. So I take my trips with my kids. Yes, I, I do too. I, I have been able to plan my trips with my son. Um, I've also had to learn how to share him now um, so that, you know, his dad could do his thing with him too. Um, but I do agree with you on that note that they're human and they also need to have their mental checked in and then well checked out and then checked right back in. They need that as well. One thing I will admit that as much as there's so many things I do for myself mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, I think you just gave me a new way to figure out having my own intervention so mm-hmm. I don't hit that 90-day burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I have been able to implement since coming back to work, though, is being able to strategize my PTOs because I do have certain um, amount of PTOs and I've been able to put those in advance. So at least have um, long weekends for each month. So I've been able to do that, even if it is just a staycation, like mm-hmm. I said before, um, and do maybe something at home with my child um, while we are able to, right? So I have done that, but I do like your commitment in beating the 90 day burnout to the punch mm-hmm. and making sure you do it for yourself beforehand so you don't right. get to that point. And I love also, that you're doing that. You're also looking forward to it. You know, you're right. also telling yourself, okay, so like now, We've, I've got this trip coming up this week for South Carolina and we've been looking forward to it. We're looking forward to planning it and being there and being, you know, we're going to be with um, my stepson's family and mm-hmm. his fiance's family. But then at the same time, when we come back, we have something else to look forward to. We're going to get through the summer and we're going to go, you know, whatever it is that we have planned for September. So you mm-hmm. give yourself something to look forward to as opposed to trying to 
you know, you say, oh, I'm going to take a trip. I'm going to take a trip. When? When are mm. you going to take a trip? Or I'm going to take a break. I'm going to, when? You give yourself that deadline that you have to now meet. Because I don't know about you, me personally, if I give myself a deadline, I'm wa- I want to meet that deadline or exceed it if possible. Because mm-hmm. to me, that shows my commitment. It shows, right. you know, that I can accomplish the goal that I've set for myself. So when I do my trips out in advance, it helps me look forward to the next thing. And I'm not right. in that moment of, damn, like, I really need to go do something or, I, you know, work is so stressful. And it's like, OK, yeah, work is stressful, but I've got something planned in a couple of months that I'm going to be able to release and step away and not have to deal with work. Mm-hmm. I love that you mentioned, and this is full circle now, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because we actually, again, you guys know I send my agendas beforehand, but we actually <laughs> just combined in this whole conversation, the double or nothing too yes. <laughs> with that segment. So we're going to let that flow right there. But I love that you said that full circle because once you set the date, it's like you mm-hmm. already know once you make your plans, which is full circle to the relaunch. Because that's exactly what Carla reminded you of, mm-hmm. right? It's like set that date. Right. And I already know like because you've been posting it, you've been sharing it with me like you have a target date. It's yep. going to happen. It's you're working towards that. So it's, it's pretty amazing how on that full circle level, it's like you're someone who works um, in, in as an encouraging way to meet a goal yes. and to make it to that day. And I think that's even more beautiful because whether it is a relaunch, whether it is, let's say any type of appointment, right? Mm-hmm. What it's like, you know, um, something I do all the time and I should probably go ahead and just book it and set the date. I need a massage. I want a massage. I need a massage. I want a Me massage. <laughs> and I never do it. And it's like, I remember back in the day when I used to just book it yep. and I used to just go get. It. And so it's like, it's those little things, right? Yep. Whether it's a podcast relaunch, whether it is your vacations in advance. Um, shout out to my best friend, Nicole. She does that. Mm-hmm. And it's so, and, and sometimes I'm like, my girl's always thinking about vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, does she not love us? No, it's not that. She likes to plan in advance. Yep. Like, where her spaces are going to go for her to be able to enjoy and catch that break and be in a, in a mental space about her and her family. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense to me. Like, I get it 1000%. It's taken me a while, though, because <laughs> I, I used to be like, girl, you, you keep moving. Mm-hmm. But I get it now. I get it. I get it 1000%. Now, why? That's so important, especially when you are so self-aware what your needs are. Mm hmm. Yeah, so I think that's absolutely amazing, and I love that you do that. And I think it's definitely going to have to be something I'm going to start implementing you, with myself as you well. You definitely do because at the same time, as you know, it's not only that you're you're planning that mental break, but financially, it's not cheap to do some of these trips sometimes. Right. So if you set yourself, you're putting away money, you're saving, and you know, one of my big things that I've learned over the course of time is budgeting and. You know, I I had an episode, I talked about it, about finances and stuff like that. And it's very important because that's another stressor. It's like, well, Mm -hmm. how am I going to pay for this? Or how am I, you know, what am I going to do? You put aside $20, $30 a paycheck. You put aside, you know, those that still get income taxes back. You put that. My income taxes used to go to my trips. Like literally I would pay one or two bills or get caught up on whatever I kind of sort of fell behind on. But the majority of that money went to my trips because the trips. I knew in January what trips I was planning for the year. So I would pay off whatever I could in advance. And then when the trip came, all I really had to worry about was my spending money. If I didn't already mm-hmm. put that to the side, you know, mm-hmm. so it, it that's another stressor that's taken off of your shoulder that can a- affect your mental. And that's what pushes people to be like, no, I can't take the trip because I can't afford it. 
You can't mm-hmm. afford it today, but you can afford it in six months. Right, right, right. You know? right. You just Absolutely. have to find strategies and find ways. Lisa came with a whole word, y'all. <laughs> y'all going to need to go follow her podcast. You're going to get it in the show notes because she's going to spit some fire at us with her relaunch. She's going to dive a little deeper into what all these experiences have been for her. But I'm I'm feeling all this word you came today on this Raw Talk show to, mm-hmm. to discuss. And I, and I appreciate it because I don't think people understand that mental health extends so much in so many different ways and it affects people in those many different ways because of different aspects of life. And so then imagine when everything might be just, you know, when it rains, it pours, when it's happening all at once, it's like, it affects you in every single way possible. And I don't think people understand that. Right. Um, and, and so I appreciate this level of vulnerability with you and, and to be able to set that tone here for people to be able to think about and to reflect on. Um, and hey, we're in May. There's still time. If you didn't book anything for June, you could book it right now for August. Right. right. If what we're looking at the summer as your vacation, because let me tell you. I never vacationed during my birthday in November, but we're about to start looking at it as an option too. Absolutely. We are. To take a little break there, to be able to go away and just regroup and refocus, check out to check back in. Right. That's what we're going to have to do. Even if you do just a weekend and you being in New York, like, you know, take a break and go. I know you like Myrtle Beach. What is that? A flight? An hour, two hour flight for you? Girl. I've drove. I've oh. driven by there once or twice. I I've I stopped there one time. I've never <laughs> vacationed there, but you know what? You called me out on it. I think to. I think it's time. <laughs> it's time. That's on my bucket list for sure. I think it's time to just book it and just go. Absolutely. And I mean, flight special right now. Flights are ridiculously cheap, and there's so many hacks and so many tricks that you can do to get your flights cheaper. Um, and and I'm gonna keep that. I'll tell you that off. She's gonna text me. <laughs> y'all not gonna. Y'all not ready for that. Y'all want to hear her tricks? Y'all gonna have to go listen to her episode. Exactly, Talk about that. Exactly. Go subscribe, rate and review five stars, and go wait for that relaunch. By the time you listen to it, her launch would have happened already. Exactly. So y'all need to go catch up, and she's gonna give you those tricks on one episode. I promise you, she's gonna let you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, just even if it's just a weekend, even if it's a flight. Like I, I used to work for United. Well, they were Continental Airlines before. And I went to Oregon on a whim one night. I had a three-day weekend, and I took my youngest. He was a, he was three months old at the time. And I went to mm-hmm. Oregon and visited a friend over there. Was there three days? It went. I, I went through I, hell to get back. But that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. I had a trip of a lifetime. I can say that's I went right. to Oregon, and it that's was right. it, it, it was standby flight. So you know when you work for them, you gotta fly standby, and yeah. it was like. I, I went from Tampa to Houston to Oregon, but to get home, I went from Oregon to Newark to Jacksonville to Tampa, but I made it home. In one piece. In that's one all piece. that matters. That's it. Right. You know, the that's baby was matters. good. If he had a trip, he can say he went to Oregon. <laughs> right. Even if you don't remember. And, you know, don't <laughs> last minute things are awesome. Do a last minute weekend trip. Go for it. Absolutely. But when you plan it in advance and you sit there and you put the dollars aside and you, you know, you have things to look forward to, it helps so yeah. much more. And it kills that 90 day burnout because yeah. you're lo- you're looking forward to something else. I love this. I love it. You came with a whole word to the show. And let me tell you, I, y'all already know I give bullet points on topics, <laughs> but then how it flows, it flows. Exactly. And we're going to let it flow. I'm here for this. So on that note, guys, that was your double or nothing on that one, too. Um, we're mm-hmm. going to go into the overdose. <laughs> and this is where we talk about 
um, anything that had us perhaps excited or anything that had us pissed off and we just want to let it out. So before I share my little piece with you, I wonder if there's anything you would like to share with the show. Um, I'm going to go more on the excited side as opposed to a rant. Um, with yeah. this relaunch, this, you know, I'm, I'm calling it my spring awakening. I've had a moment to realize what it is that I want to accomplish in the next two years, because like I said, I have to give myself a deadline. That's the only way I'm going to accomplish it. And if, and I'm giving myself two years because I, the company I work for, you have to be there five years to be fully vested into the retirement plan. In two years, I'll be five years in. So beautiful. Because I want to retire early in life, I need to make sure I have retirement money put away. So two years is my deadline. And I'm I'm really excited. I've got a couple things in the works. Um, I'm going back to school. I have orientation next week. I know it's it's huge. Um, the biggest thing that I've learned is that I started medical. I wanted to be a nurse for a really long time. And so all my prereqs are medical related and I'm going in for business. So it's like I'm almost starting all over again. And I'm I'm scared. I'm terrified because I haven't been in school in five, six years. Right. But I'm looking forward to it because at the end of the day, it's going to be something that I've accomplished. Um, right. And it's going to help me. It's going to help me pursue what I want to do, which is not clocking in and out. And if you clock in and out, props to you. Like really and truly, I'm not saying anything against it. I just know mm -hmm. that we each have different ways and I'm not a morning person. I don't like mm -hmm. being woken up in the morning. I don't like, <laughs> Listen. like let me sleep. <laughs> let me sleep. Let me enjoy my sleep. My husband has he's a morning person, so he's up at five in the morning like nothing like he his internal alarm clock wakes him up and I just want to stay sleeping. So I'm looking forward to accomplishing what I'm going to be able to accomplish in the next two years. I'm taking you know, this relaunch as my, like I said, my spring awakening, this is what's going to have me be able to accomplish my multiple sources of income. This is going to be that, you know, where I get to vent, where I get to speak on it and teach you guys what I'm learning along the way, because my podcast is about that is about self-discovery. It's about learning along the journey of what I've now call life, because life for me is not the same life for you. But to be able to understand what my life is like helps you be able to go on and teach someone else that you may encounter and say, hey, you got this. Like, you know, yeah. you're going to fall, but here's how you can get back up. You came with a whole word. Let me just <laughs> say, I think your initial launch to where you're going to relaunch, that in itself has been a self-discovery right yes. there. Yes. I, and I love where this is going. Yes. I also love that you said... I'm giving myself two years because I'm done clocking in and out, but I'm going to go back to school because at the end of the day, one of the things you said from the beginning, and I love so much that you were so transparent on this is that it's not your passion to clock in and out. Mm -hmm. However, I do see you as someone that when you have passion, you have passion, you enjoy it and you love it. And so you'll do it. Mm -hmm. And so whichever path that is that that goes, I think you're really gotten to a point to self-discover what it is that you do want and what it is that you don't want. Yes. And I think that's the most beautiful thing in this. Listen, that whole that whole discovery path you already took on, it's going in the right direction. I think that's amazing. And Thank I love you. this. <laughs> Y'all, we're definitely tuning in. I'm very excited for you. And I'm so happy that you... Uh, 
I promise I didn't ask her to share all of this. She gave me some <laughs> info here. And I'm, I, it makes me just so happy to have a platform where there's that much of a trust mm-hmm. to be able to be that honest right. and speak your truth because I'm very huge on that, on speaking the truth. Um, well, your truth, everyone's individual truth. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, I am not going to go on a rant. <laughs> I am going to share something that dis, dis, did have me a bit happy. Mm-hmm. Um, by now, when you guys listen to this, Netflix would have already, some of y'all already tuned in to Selena Part 2. And I have watched the entire part two mm-hmm. of Selena on Netflix. And so very transparently, I was not entirely fully happy with the first part because I am very, um, for one, as a Selena fan growing up, right? I, and, and you know, I watched the movie and her death was so tragic to the um, Latino community. And, and I mean, she was known. She was known in certain part, definitely in Houston, she was known. Right. Corpus Christi, right? But you know, her movie meant a lot uh, shortly after her tragic death. She was assassinated, essentially. She was murdered. She was. Um, but I wasn't so thrilled with part one of the Netflix show. And one of the reasons primarily, and, and listen, I know some of you guys are probably like Daisy, but it was a full Latino cast. Like, we're supposed to just be proud and happy. It's not that. I feel like because we are, Lisa and I are passionate people about what we like to do and what we love to see and how we represent ourselves, right? I feel like there could have been a little bit of more effort into certain scenes that I saw in part one. And I felt like it was a little bit too comfortable from a production side of things. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to see more effort and I wanted to see more meaning. And I just I just didn't think that it was I just didn't see too much of carefulness and, de- and, and, and carefulness to details. Whereas to part two, I saw more of that. I saw more really personal touches. I saw more of, I want to tell her story in a series. I saw more of that because essentially it wasn't just about Selena. It was about her family from the very, very, very beginning. And so I think from part one that may have misled a few people to of what their expectations were versus what we got. But nevertheless, though, I think part two delivered. And of course, this is the more tragic side because it is when she is killed. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there was more detail to it. There was more of what, you know, it's funny because some people look at it and they're like, oh, does it look like the movie? And what a lot of people don't understand is that some of us who would actually sit down in front of Sábado Gigante or other channels at 7 o'clock or 8 Mm o'clock when she was going to come on and perform, we remember her singing. We remember her performing. And you know, the actress did a good job, actually, like good. singing and performing certain things. So that's what I really wanted to see. And I was just very happy that I felt like, OK, the production redeemed itself with part two for one. <laughs> and two, um, it was just really nice. You know, it was her anniversary in March, March 31st. Her birthday is what well, was April 16th. Um, it was just nice to see representation. And what my expectations, I mean, who am I? It's not like the production really cares about what Double Dose of Misty has to say. But in my mind, you know, it was just nice to see that the representation was to my expectations. And I was very thrilled to see that. And I was very happy. 
um, because I had certain expectations from part one and it wasn't met, but I feel with part two, it was. And what I did like about part two is that unlike the movie, I felt that there was a little bit of more transparency with what the issue was between her and the person who murdered her, who was mm-hmm. supposed to be a friend. I felt that there was more detail on that. And I think the reason why I find that to be so important, and this is just in general, you know, sometimes when you're in business, whether it's a small business or a large business company, um, all types of relationships, you do have to be very careful with who you trust and who you allow in your space. And what's so ironic with this conversation of what we just talked about, you said it, boundaries, boundaries. and distance. And yeah. sometimes you, you're you letting people too much, in, and it's not to fault anyone, it's just highlighting a, a fact here. You know, this was someone who was going to look after her fan club and just really tried to take over her life and get in between her and her family and friends who she's had for a very long time. And she ended up killing her. Mm -hmm. She ended up taking away someone who was a star essentially to certain communities, certain people. And it just goes to show you, you know, my mom used to say, although I don't entirely agree with her, my mom used to say, amigas no hay. You know, there's not always, you know, you know, loyal friends. My mom used to say that, but it was because of examples like that. Mm -hmm. It was because of someone who can literally pretend to be your friend and pretend to want to do for you. And then they go after so much to betray you to that level. You know, this woman didn't just betray her with trust. She embezzled her money. She, she, brought down her business essentially so it's little things like that that i think that i appreciate the transparency on that because i do think that those are general topics that we shouldn't have to hide when it comes to certain tragic situations that are real life situations this isn't just a movie it's not just a series it's something that really did happen and as we are people who are venturing into our talents and listen i'm not selena neither is lisa but we are humans who are venturing in our own spaces in our own interests in our own passions you just sometimes never know and boundaries and distance sometimes is very essential for your sanity Mm -hmm. and for your peace and that just really stood out to me and and it just aligned so well to this conversation too. Like it just did. And I, I couldn't help but mention that. But again, go check out the series because I do think part two is so much better than part one. And I really just loved it. And it just brought me back to so much of my childhood. Uh, and it just had me in all my feels. And I loved it. Awesome. I did. Yes. So I wanted to share that. I know I got a little shady. I didn't. I, you know, again, I'm not Selena. I don't got no Yolandas in my life. I don't think so. God forbid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not. <laughs> Knock on wood. But um, yes. Um, And on that note, that is it with this conversation, Lisa. <laughs> yes. This was amazing. It was. It was so good to catch up with you and be able to just chop it up and just talk. It's always good to do that. And like I said, I have no shame. Your girl's going to be out in Tampa. So I will have the pleasure of meeting Lisa personally, like face to face. Right. Yes. I'm excited for that. I'll be meeting uh, uh, somebody else too, but I ain't going to tell you who that is. Not yet. Um, but I'm excited for this. I'm excited to be able to now explore Tampa a little bit more because apparently there's more to explore. Yes. And to be able to meet you. And, you know, everything is with alignment and with timing. So I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this conversation that we were finally able to have and the way it flowed. I so know. I loved it. With such good points. And I hope you guys are able to take so many notes here with you and are able to use it to your mental health benefit. With that being said, Lisa, would you like to tell 
my audience where they could find you and go follow you and stream your podcast. So you can find me everywhere that podcasts are streamed, Apple, Spotify, um, to name a few, YouTube. And then you can follow me on Instagram at Pero Who Am I podcast. And yeah, this I'm excited for this relaunch. I feel like yes. it's going to be better than my original launch, which is awesomeness. Um, yeah. So I look forward to seeing all of you. I mean, I think there's still time if you wanted to do, I don't know, an IG live launch party. I'm just saying. Listen, <laughs> you know, I, I might take you up on that. I'm just saying, we'll tune in if you post it and you let us know what time, and let, you know, we'll we'll, we'll we'll witness the moment with you. Let me. I, I'm gonna take you up on that. Let me, now just you saying. just gave me another deadline. <laughs> just saying, she said another deadline. See, I ain't trying to pressure you, girl. She's gonna be like, Daisy, you trigger me. I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast. As always, I am your host, Misty, and you guys will tune in next week. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.